0: Did you know that Jesus was Jewish? You might be asking, what does that mean for your Christian faith? Watch today and discover how understanding the Jewish roots of your faith and your connection to Israel and the Jewish people can transform your life and the
1: way you read the Bible. Coming up on Jewish Voice. Shalom and welcome to Jewish Voice. I'm Jonathan Burness and I'm joined today by my co-host, Ezra Benjamin, we wanna thank you for joining us today. Well, our world today is in a troubling state and you may find it difficult to understand the times. Today, we're gonna look at biblical times to help us navigate what is happening today. Ezra, as we look at the world, nothing makes sense, but from a biblical perspective, we can see more clearly what is occurring. That's right. So I guess we have to go back to understand what's ahead. That's right. In a
0: sense here. We do, the scriptures are, and really should be our anchor. And let me just exhort you right now, if you're feeling uh, disoriented by what you're seeing in the headlines, what you're reading in the news, what you're seeing in society around you, go back to the anchor, go back to the truth in the living Word of God. And let's get some clarity, Jonathan, on what Jesus said and what the prophets in the Old Testament saw would need to happen leading up to the days when the Messiah would come back to rule and reign. And we know that's Jesus.
1: Yeah, Ezra, I think there's a lot of confusion. Uh, that at least I'm hearing a lot of confusion from people that have endured some really difficult years. Mm-hmm. Uh, COVID, right. the uh, war in uh, Ukraine, sure. uh, the political turmoil and right. it's angry and we're divided. Right, And there's not a clear sense of what the future holds. You Absolutely. have uh, the economy reeling. So these have not taken God by surprise. Absolutely. I think that's important to say uh, nothing Uh, surprises God, and in fact, not much is really new uh, when you look at the sweep of history. You have people that have suffered uh, pandemics. You have people that have suffered economic turmoil, wars, rumors of wars. So God is in control. I think that's the place to start. But there are clear indicators that uh, we are in a very specific time period that the Bible
0: spoke about a long time ago. That's right. And before we dive into some of those specific indicators that we are in fact in the last days as the scriptures say. Jonathan, I just want to highlight, you know, Matthew 24. Jesus is teaching his disciples about what would what would befall Israel and the nations in the days to come before he would come back to rule and reign. And he says two things that seem contradictory, but I think our responsibility is to hold them in a healthy tension. He says No man knows the day or the hour when the Son of Man will return. Only the Father knows. The Son himself doesn't even know when he'll be sent back to to receive his bride, the, the body of Messiah, the church, the body of Christ. Uh, from Israel and the nations. But then it also says in the same chapter, but look at the fig tree, because when you see the, the branches, the sprouts come forth, you know that the season of summer is on its way. And his commandment is, so when you see these specific things that I'm talking about come to pass, you know that the season of my return is right at the doorstep. It's right there. So we don't know the exact day and we're not gonna speculate, spoiler alert, we're not gonna tell you today a date on the calendar when we think Jesus is coming back, but we are to know the times and the seasons. I know we'd
1: have a lot more views if we said, we know the hour, we, would, we know the day, but, we'd but be taking it's just nice, not true. We don't, yeah. we shouldn't.
0: And don't listen to anyone who says they know the day. That's right. So Jonathan, uh, you know, I, I, you've know, you said actually in, in so much of your teaching that Israel and let's say Israel, the, the, the land of Israel and also what we say in Hebrew is Am Yisrael, the people of Israel. You know them as the Jewish people in Israel and around the world. Israel, the land and the people are really in a way God's prophetic timepiece. If you want to know where we are in history and how close we are to the return of the Messiah, you need not look much further then what's happening with Israel and the Jews? They are people. indeed. And the mistake that so many Christians make is to isolate uh,
1: the issue of Israel right. from their faith, right. from their from their uh, biblical understanding. That's right. Uh, it's just a people group. It's just a, a a land, and it's usually not looked very favorably upon. Exactly. It's the Goliath oppressing a group of people. There's nothing unique or special right. about Israel. That's not what this book teaches. Our mandate is to help people understand how this all ties together. Exactly. Israel matters in the plan of God and it matters to you. There, you have a connection
0: to the people in the land of Israel, and we want to help you understand that. That's right. So there's two ideas here, Jonathan, and they're both really good news in the end. You know, we like to talk about good news. There's some bad news we'll look at, but that has to happen before the return of Jesus. But let's look at the good news first. And the two things are the regathering of the people of Israel to the land of Israel called the promised land. Many of you know that term, and that's because God promised it to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob as an inheritance forever. the second is uh, that Jerusalem would be uh, in Jewish hands. Uh, there's a scripture right. that says Jerusalem will be trodden down by the Gentiles. It's going to be under the control of non-Jewish people, the nations, until the time of the Gentiles were fulfilled. Uh, and then the end would come, that there would be a reestablishment of a Jewish presence, even a Jewish uh, authority uh, over the city of Jerusalem, and that these things had to happen before the and, end.
1: And that was the case for almost 2,000 years exactly. from the time of Rome. Exactly. Uh, Israel has wandered from nation to nation. Right. Uh, the, the, the fact that Israel now is restored back to their land right. is a direct, I, I, I want to say that again, a direct fulfillment of Bible prophecy right uh, it actually began Ezra uh, in the in the late mid to late 19th century mm-hmm. when God began to call not only Jews back to the land to irrigate the land to drain the swamps but Christians Bible believing Christians that saw this in the Word of God worked arm in arm shoulder to shoulder with Jews, because
0: they understood that this had to happen in order for the Messiah to return. Exactly, and you know, just think about the significance of this. If somebody would have said 200 years ago, Jonathan, in the 19th century, early 20th century, Jesus is coming back, we would have said, well, where's Israel? They're not in the land of Israel. Where's the Jewish people in the land? Today, it's true. It was a
1: prerequisite. Jesus could not come back in 17. 17- in the 17th century right. he couldn't come back in the 18th or 19th century he could not come
0: back until israel was restored to their homeland the reestablishment of the of the state of israel a homeland for the jewish people is how we know for a fact how you at home can know for a fact according to the scriptures, that we in this generation are closer to the return of the Lord than any generation in history has been able to say with any kind of confidence. Yeah, I would say this. Jesus can come back now. Right. Now, the gospel has to go
1: to every, every nation. Exactly. But the homeland has been reestablished, yeah. and he can now go to a Israel where the men of Israel cry out, blessed is he who comes. That's right. I'm getting ahead of myself. We have some, some products, Ezra, and this week we're focusing on evangelism. We yep. want the, to proclaim the gospel to, to places that have never heard the gospel yep. before, and there's Jewish people that have never heard the gospel before. You can help us reach those people, and we have some things we want to send you. First of all, I wrote a book some time ago because I felt it needed to uh, to be added to the discussion. Mm-hmm. Because everything around the last days was centered on the Antichrist, the mark of the beast, uh, the number 666. And I wanted to point out things like the restoration of Israel and the Jewish people. Sure. Very clear statements about what has to happen before the end comes. So I wrote a book called A Rabbi Looks at the Last Days. And I I really want to sew it into your life along with a two CD uh, series, a teaching series the role of Israel in last day's prophecy. Uh, So these are uh, teaching tools that we want to sow into your life. And Ezra, talk about the shofar. We have a shofar
0: too. You know, the scriptures are clear. It says that a trump will sound, a trumpet will sound, but it's actually, Jonathan, a shofar. A shofar will sound at the return of Jesus. If you want to keep in front of your mind and your thoughts and even your prayer life, if you have a place where you do your daily devotional, just a reminder of the return of Jesus that he's coming back soon, put a shofar in your devotional space. Put it on your mantle. It's a reminder that the Lord is coming and a reminder to pray that the Lord would regather his Jewish people to himself. And you can stand with us uh, as a thank you for your monthly partnership with us. We'll get you a shofar today. Help us to get the gospel out to the Jew first. Right Here's how.
2: Are you living each day as if it is the day of Jesus' return for your gift of $40 or more? To support the ministry and work of Jewish Voice, Jonathan will send you his book, A Rabbi Looks at the Last Days, which is going to fully equip you to pay attention to the season. Learn how to respond to false teachings about the end times and discover your role in ushering in God's kingdom. Along with the book, we'll include two complete audio CDs that clearly explain the role of Israel in last days prophecy and why this perspective is critical to understand. We also want to bless you for your support by sending you the Jewish Voice Calendar for 2024. Jonathan also invites you to become a new Shalom Partner for your commitment of $30 or more per month. We'll send you the book, A Rabbi Looks at the Last Days, and the set of two CDs. Plus, you'll also receive this ram's horn shofar and wooden stand, the shofar, mentioned 72 times in the Bible, is recognized as an instrument used to call believers to action and declare victory. We invite you to display this fully functional, natural animal horn in your home and let it inspire you and your family to respond with humility and enthusiasm to God's call in your own life. Even as we approach the last days, your shofar will be a regular reminder of how your partnership with Jewish Voice empowers humanitarian outreaches and restorative teachings around the world in this landmark year of 2023. Every time I'm here
1: and I see the abject poverty, I'm reminded that we live in a fallen world, a world where there's still pain, where there's still suffering, where there's still sickness and disease. That day will end when the Messiah returns. But until that time, we have been called to make a difference, to repair the world, to olam, as it says in Hebrew, one life at a time. That's what we're doing here. The need seems endless. It's so great. But one by one, we're making a difference. That's how it
2: works please call this toll-free number today or mail your gift to the address on the screen. If you prefer, you can give securely online at jewishvoice.tv or scan the QR code. On behalf of the many Jewish people who you will reach as a result of your gift, thank you so much.
1: Welcome back to the program. Uh, We want to thank you for continuing your support of Jewish Voice. We couldn't and wouldn't want to do this important work without you. Well, Ezra, as we've been discussing, the end is getting closer and closer and we're talking about some very, very clear biblical signs That's right. that we are truly in the
0: time known as the last days right. or the end of days. Right, the restoration of uh, the, the Jewish people to their homeland, the modern state of Israel to be specific, which we know happened in 1948, the UN vote in 1947 and then the formal reestablishment of the state in 48. Even more so, Jonathan, 1967 saw the uh, resettlement of Jewish people in Jerusalem under Jewish control for the first time in nearly 2000. Right. They're years. really connected events. Right. You,
1: you have to have Israel restored as the homeland. Right. Uh, and there was tremendous opposition to keep this from happening. You know, the Arab, uh, the, the surrounding Arab nations thought that within two weeks they could put an end to this, they could push the 600,000 Jewish settlers into the Mediterranean. And it would be over, but sure. they failed. Sure. Jerusalem, however, remained under Arab control. It was not under the Palestinians. It right. was under Jordan. It was actually split in half. That was the uh, that was the battle line, and it was sectioned off, including the uh, the the Holy of Holies, the right, temple the Mount. Temple Mount. Right. and the the wall was all under Jordanian control. And then in 1967, we had something called the Six-Day War. I can't think of a, of, a, of a clearer sign that God's in control than the Six-Day War, where over six days, they defeated their, the enemy, outnumbered 60 to one, and on the seventh day, they rested. What, what a, a clear sign. Now, why is Jerusalem coming back under the hands of the Jewish people so important? one, it's been the capital of the Jewish people for almost 3,000 years, but two, it's Jerusalem that Jesus is weeping over and says, you will not see me again until you say, Baruch HaBab, B'shem Adonai. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. That's right. So Jerusalem has to be back under the control of an autonomous Jewish nation, and it has to be the place where Jesus is returning to who establishes his kingdom. He's not going to set up his earthly kingdom in Rome or New York, it
0: has to be Jerusalem. That's right, and so if the enemy knows that his goose is cooked, as we say in American English, his time is through, his destruction is coming when Israel welcomes the Messiah back to Jerusalem, we can imagine he would do everything he can throughout history to this day, and it'll continue even worse in the days to come, we see in the scriptures, to stop the Jewish people from remaining in Jerusalem, even to wipe them off the face of the map.
1: And the greatest warfare probably worldwide is over Jerusalem. That's right. And if you think about it, it makes no sense. It, it's not protecting, it, there's no great resources, Right. natural resources, It's it's not a military position of great value sure at all there's no reasons other than spiritual right for
0: jerusalem be to be the center of world attention that's right and yet we see it if you're wondering why is this this uh, not particularly desirable piece of real estate the center of world attention it's a scriptural promise it's a scriptural certainty old and new testament jonathan zechariah 12 uh, verse 2 the lord himself is saying i'm going to make jerusalem a cup, like a cup of drunkenness that sends all the surrounding peoples reeling. So in essence, people will be drunk with anger, inexplicable anger, uh, rage against the city of Jerusalem. And then Jonathan, again, two chapters later in Zechariah, this is Zechariah 14 verse 2, God says, I will gather all the nations against Jerusalem to fight against it. And it goes on, the city will be captured. And then at a moment when it looks like all hope is lost, the Messiah shows up. Jesus himself returns to trample his enemies underfoot. But what we see here is the not so good news that there's dark days ahead for Israel and the Jewish people centered around this idea of an international desire to wipe Jerusalem off the face of the land. The land and the people, by
1: the way, because you have anti-Semitism at an all time high. This we're wrestling not against flesh and blood, but principalities and powers. We need to remember that. And Jerusalem, again, no military uh, value, no natural resources. It just happens to be the place that God declared would
0: be the the epicenter of his kingdom. Exactly. And Jonathan, our our audience may be watching saying, man, all the nations of the world gathered together against a specific people in a specific city, that seems so far-fetched, and yet I would argue we we don't have to look too hard to see rumblings of the same idea today. A massive increase in anti-Semitism, uh, UN resolutions. Jonathan, you, 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 we've talked about that a lot. This, this kind of international effort to condemn Israel and the Jewish people.
1: Yeah, let me let me read some of this. This will give you a picture of this. Since 2005, sure. there's been a growing movement called BDS, boycott, divestment, and sanctions. It is now supported by over a dozen countries, organizations like ANC and some 150 to 200 large corporations. Up to 2013, Israel's been condemned in 45 resolutions by the UN. In 2017, the UN was issued another 21 resolutions or sanctions against Israel, compared to the rest of the world combined, six. Come on, this is not This is a psalm to the rulers of the world taking counsel against the Lord and his anointed. Right. In December of last year, 151 UN states voted to disavow Israeli ties to Jerusalem. Six were against and walked out. This is uh, uh, back when Trump was ready to move the embassy. There was a lot of opposition to that. 32 UN yeah. nations don't even recognize Israel to this day, and on and on and on more resolutions against Israel, a democracy, than any other nation of the world, including North Korea,
0: including Iran, including Iraq. Uh, This is ridiculous. It is spiritual, and you know, Jonathan, in my generation, I'm seeing this increasing wave of people joining with that narrative that Israel is the villain, that God's done with the Jewish people. It's concerning, it's concerning. It's very concerning, and we
1: need to teach. Uh, that's why we have yeah. some materials we've, we uh, want to get into your hands today. Two of them in particular, a rabbi looks at the last days, which has insights on Israel, the end times, and popular misconceptions. There are so many misconceptions. But the bottom line, and I really encourage you to get this, is that Israel's salvation and restoration is tied to your salvation and restoration. It's tied to the restoration of your family. It's tied to the restoration of your city. It's tied to the restoration of your nation and your children and grandchildren need to understand that. So I want you to get the book along with a two CD teaching, the role of Israel in last days prophecies. You can't understand the end unless you understand the beginning. So we wanna sow those uh, into your life and hopefully, you won't just read them yourself uh, or listen to them yourself. You'll give them to your children and your grandchildren because we need the younger generations to understand how this all works. And if you'll become a Shalom partner as our monthly supporter, we also wanna send you the shofar. It's a constant reminder that you're helping us provide medical care, dental care, eye care to Jewish communities in remote parts of the world uh, and their neighbors also. So this it will remind you uh, monthly that you're helping us to practically help people, but more importantly, to transform their life. So don't let any time go by, pick up the phone or log on to our website and get involved today.
2: Are you living each day as if it is the day of Jesus' return? For your gift of $40 or more, To support the ministry and work of Jewish Voice, Jonathan will send you his book, A Rabbi Looks at the Last Days, which is going to fully equip you to pay attention to the season, learn how to respond to false teachings about the end times, and discover your role in ushering in God's kingdom. Along with the book, we'll include two complete audio CDs that clearly explain the role of Israel in last days prophecy and why this perspective is critical to understand. We also want to bless you for your support by sending you the Jewish Voice Calendar for 2024. Jonathan also invites you to become a new Shalom Partner for your commitment of $30 or more per month. We'll send you the book, A Rabbi Looks at the Last Days, and the set of two CDs. Plus, you'll also receive this ram's horn shofar and wooden stand the shofar mentioned 72 times in the bible is recognized as an instrument used to call believers to action and declare victory we invite you to display this fully functional natural animal horn in your home and let it inspire you and your family to respond with humility and enthusiasm to god's call in your own life Even as we approach the last days, your shofar will be a regular reminder of how your partnership with Jewish Voice empowers humanitarian outreaches and restorative teachings around the world in this landmark year of 2023. Every time I'm here and I see the abject
1: poverty, I'm reminded that we live in a fallen world, a world where there's still pain, where there's still suffering, where there's still sickness and disease. That day will end when the Messiah returns. But until that time, we have been called to make a difference, to repair the world, To olam, as it says in Hebrew, one life at a time. That's what we're doing here. The need seems endless. It's so great. But one by one, we're making
2: a difference. That's how it works. Please call this toll free number today or mail your gift to the address on the screen. If you prefer, you can give securely online at jewishvoice.tv or scan the QR code. On behalf of the many Jewish people who you will reach as a result of your gift, thank you so much.
0: Jonathan, what's happening uh, with Israel and the Jewish people and we see it happening according to the scriptures can give us a lot of confidence to understand the days and the seasons we're in. And yet, so many of the headlines, the political turmoil, nations raging against nation, maybe even more personally, some things happening happening in our families, people walking away from the Lord, people in medical crises, not wondering in an economically uncertain environment where the next paycheck's going to come from. That can create a lot of chaos. And so I just I feel a burden right now as we close to pray for those listening Good. today, those watching for a shalom, a perfect peace which surpasses understanding. The scriptures tell us don't be anxious in anything but through prayer and petition make your requests known to God and the peace of God which surpasses understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in the Messiah Jesus. So we pray right now just joining with you in prayer according to your specific needs. Lord we present those requests to you. We're making a choice today not to be anxious in anything but in all the things that weigh us down, all the things concerning us, all the things that could make us anxious, Lord, we're rolling those over onto your capable shoulders, recognizing that you're in control, you're the healer, you're the sustainer, you're the provider. Lord, and we pray for a divine exchange right now. We just bless those watching for an exchange from anxiety to perfect peace, which surpasses our understanding of what tomorrow may bring. Lord, thank you that you'll bring your perfect peace to guard our hearts and our minds In you. And it's in Jesus' name that we pray. In Jesus' name. Amen. Perfect peace. Amen.
1: Perfect peace. Perfect peace. Amen. I can feel the anointing. I hope you can at home as well. If you'd like more information about our ministry, you can log on to our website. It's jewishvoice.tv. jewishvoice.tv. You can also send us your prayer request right on the website. Our team here at Jewish Voice is committed to reading your prayer request and praying for you by name we believe in the power of prayer and we care about you and more importantly god cares about you as we close our program today i want to remind you of what god says in psalm 122 6. we don't forget this and we don't want you to forget it pray for the peace of jerusalem may they prosper who love thee if you pray for jerusalem You're praying for God's heart and intent for mankind to be fulfilled. So don't forget, and until next time, this is Jonathan Burnus along with Ezra Benjamin saying shalom and God bless you.